0: Welcome to the 100k podcast party. I've never been so excited about anything really in a long, long time. I mean, maybe the birth of my babies and getting married and all the fun things, of course. But when it comes to some serious goals, accomplishments, working hard and busting through ceilings and all the limitations that we as moms tend to put on ourselves... This, my friends, is a huge milestone, not only for me, but for you. We reached a hundred thousand downloads on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Can you believe it? This doesn't just mean that I've been working hard, it means you've been working hard. Every single one of you have not only been listening, but you've been acting you've been putting systems in place in your life and it's time to celebrate. Day three is here. I'm so excited that we are going to do this together. Let's jump into today's episode where I am taking you through the four most important steps for you to be able to do your very best work in every area of your life without feeling pulled in all directions. Here we are, day three. You guys have been killing it over inside of the Facebook group. And let me tell you, today is the day that you are going to want to be over there because today's prize is killer. It's incredible. It's it's amazing. (laughs) Let's just put it there. If you're not already over there, I'm going to tell you at the end of today's episode. If you haven't already gone over there and looked, I will definitely be telling you at the end of today's episode, but I need to get going. I need to get through this incredible content and these four steps that I have laid out for you and how you can do your very best work in every area of your life. I'm going to jump right in. You guys know the deal. This is what this podcast is all about. That's why I am celebrating with this major powwow. Like if there's anything that I could ever leave you with ever, like short, straight to the point, succinct, like this is exactly what you need to do. Here it is. Get out a pen and paper. There's going to be bullet points underneath every single one of these four steps. Okay. So I want you to write down number one, number two, number three, number four on your paper with some decent room underneath every single one of those, so that you can put in the bullet points underneath every single one of these steps, because I am going to break them down. So where does the breakdown begin? (laughs) Where did it all start? It started with tiny humans. That's where it started. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, wait a minute, it hasn't always been this hard, right? No, it hasn't always been this hard. But it's like, as soon as you become a mom, especially to multiple children, like, of course it was hard with one kiddo, but it definitely is harder with more children. And I only have two. (laughs) We have a mom inside of the academy that has eight kids and I'm just like, bless you. And there's other moms inside of the academy that have like six or seven kids too. Five, lots, three, (laughs) two. (laughs) They have all, all the children, but I just know that it is what complicates everything in the most beautiful way, of course, but it really is the hardest part. And as we've talked about earlier in this series for the 100K Podcast Party, I have talked about how I don't think that women really have been taught or have been given the tools to know how to manage their time and their tasks in motherhood while they are Trying to earn money at the same time because that is where the complexity begins to happen is trying to figure out how to do both of those beasts well <laughs> and do your very best work because that's what you want to do. You have a heart and a passion and a, like an innate desire to be the woman that you were designed to be as a mom and as a wife, as a person that takes care of her home. You take great pride in that. And also, as a as a person that generates income and revenue and has passions, has skills, has dreams, right? So the first one that we're going to talk about today is motherhood, because that, you know, these tiny humans, once you become a mom, it's like you can't undo the instincts there. It's to always want to to pour into your kids. And that's why we feel that guilt when we're not there and all that kind of stuff, which we're not going to talk about today. (laughs) There's probably like 18 other podcasts uh, that do talk about that, but we're not going to talk about that today. So here, so you're going to write motherhood next to number one. In order to be able to do your very best work in every area of your life, one of the biggest areas is motherhood. And here's what you need to tackle inside of that. The first and foremost is your mindset. What do you have going on? What are your thoughts? Not like mindset, like oh, I need to meditate and oh, I need to have only happy thoughts in my head. Nope. Not that kind of mindset. I want you to think about the kinds of thoughts that you are allowing to circle in your mind on a regular basis. And I want you to break those down. Why are you thinking that way? Where did they come from? How do you get rid of them? What can you you move on? What can you do next? What do you need to do with your thought patterns in order to move you forward? Okay, that's the first one that I want you to take care of is your mindset. Number two is dun, 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 your fundamental needs. <laughs> Did you know that was coming? I knew that was coming because <laughs> it says it in my notes. <laughs> okay, seriously, though, it's your self care, right? It's how you take care of yourself, it's how you take care of the core thing that you are. And not just what's on the outside, not just what fires needs to be put out and, and how you can just get by, right? Like the core of who you are, how are you taking care of yourself? What are you eating? How much sleep are you getting? How are you prioritizing the way that your body feels? Are you working out? Are you stretching? Are you, what are you doing with your body, right? Um, How are you taking care of the things that you feel responsible for, like your home and your children and your communication with your husband? When are you fitting all of those in? How are you taking care of yourself? What makes you feel whole? Only you know that answer. That's why I have the Fundamental Needs Workbook that you can download off of my website for free, chelseajo.co. And then up at the top, click on the button that says free and all of my free resources are there. So that would be the second thing. Here's the third thing in motherhood that you need to do. You need to figure out how to manage your time. End of story. You know that I teach this five time block system. Dive into that. Get inside of the Facebook group. Um, also, there is the that free button that I said that you can download at chelseajo.co. Wait a minute. It's not a free button you can download. There's a free workbook. I don't entirely know what I just said, but I'm not going to go back and edit that out because ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> go to co. click on the button that says free and there's two workbooks and a workshop there. You're going to want to use all of those free resources to figure out these little nuances that I'm telling you. Okay, there we go. How to manage your time. You need to be using my five block time blocking system. I don't want you out there plugging in all of the time stamps and giving yourself all these line items that you have to bombard yourself with all day long. I just want you to have five time blocks. That's it. I just want you to have five time blocks. Okay. If you get those three things in place and you master that, you work on it, You've got a time for it to set it up every weekend. You plug into it for just a few minutes every morning. You know the game plan. You are going to start killing it in your motherhood. How you interact with your kids, how you run your ship, how you know where everyone needs to be how you know that you are filling up their cup, that you're spending time with them, that you're pouring into them, that you're not nasty, that you're not biting off their head, that they're not in front of screens. All that kind of stuff completely goes by the wayside and you begin to feel fueled and energized just by doing these three things in your motherhood. All right, what is number two? Is your business... None of your business. no, this is all your business. 100% of it is you need to figure out your business. Now, I would like to say I don't have a one, two, three underneath this. There's just some things I need to tell you and there's like one big thing, okay? So let's talk about this this one big thing that you need to be able to do in your business is that you need you need to get to know your business. Okay, here's number one thing. What tasks need to be done in your business and how long is it going to take you to do it? That's all you need to figure out in your business. What tasks need to be done, need. What tasks need to be done and how long do they take? If you can figure out that one thing, which that is like finding a needle in a haystack, you guys, you are operating your business right now in Either an extremely haphazard way where you're just doing whatever you can to get by, you're you're literally just taking whatever comes at you in the moment and trying to tackle it while you're cooking dinner, while you're teaching homeschool, while you're going over homework, while you're sitting in the kids' pickup line, while you're waiting for your groceries to be put in your car, literally all the time, or while your kids are playing, you're sitting there with your laptop on your lap, 24/7. Yes, I do these things sometimes, but that is not how I operate my business at all, okay? If you could just do this one thing, it will change your life. Some of you are somewhere in the middle, right? Some of you are kind of doing that, and some of you are also kind of doing a really great job at trying to give yourself a work block. But let me tell you, there are levels of efficiency and efficacy in everything that we do, even myself included in that. So let's talk about what this looks like. The real question that I have for you after you just heard me get on my soapbox is answer this question. Are you stewarding your time well? The time that you're taking away from your children and away from your husband and away from your home, what are you doing with it? Are you on your phone mindlessly comparing how horrible you're doing to everyone else on Instagram and Facebook? What answer did you just tell yourself, (laughs) right? How are you stewarding your time? Because this is my number one rub. You cannot be frustrated with your kids that they don't give you time to work when you don't even know what you're doing when you sit down to work. You can't be frustrated with your husband that he doesn't understand how hard and how complicated this is when you don't even know what the heck you're doing when you sit down to work. And you should feel guilty about that. You really should because it is your job and it is your responsibility to figure that out. You have to know you have to know what tasks need to be done in order to make your business work the way that you want it to work. Can I tell you that? No, I don't know your business, but I know how to tell you how to organize them. I know how to tell you how to create a workflow right so what i'm really telling you is that you need a workflow that is synonymous with with what tasks need to be done and how long does it take now your workflow might look differently than mine it might not have all the bells and whistles mine didn't at first that's okay but i quickly learned that if i had an an a system like an operating system, something that operated like a workflow that I could just plug all of my tasks in and it told me how long it was supposed to take me and it told me what day I was supposed to do it, that I would no longer be wasting time on all of the things that I was wasting my time on. Things as meaningless as, oh my gosh, everybody's doing reels right now. I have to do reels. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm hitting my download goals. I'm hitting my revenue goals. I'm hitting my student success goals. I'm hitting my community generation goals. Like I'm hitting every single goal in my business without creating reels. Am I creative? Do I love to create a good reel every now and then? Well, they might not be good. (laughs) I'm actually quite proud. I think my last reel has like almost 3,000 views. I was like, oh, hot dang compared to like the 200 on every other one. But like, yeah, I'll do them sometimes because they're fun you know, and I like being creative in that way. But do I like knowing that it took me two hours to make the thing? Absolutely not. And did it do anything for me? <laughs> nope. It was fun and it felt good. But if I didn't know what tasks, tasks I need to get done in my business, I'd get sucked into that very, very easily. The other thing that it would do, that it does when I don't know what I need to get done in my business, it does it to me and it does it to you, you get analysis, paralysis of the analysis. That's what happens. You sit down to this nice fluffy work block that you just created and you're like, okay, now where do I start? What is the most important thing? What do I need to do today versus what I need to do Thursday? Because Thursday I only have two hours. Today I have four hours. I have six hours. Like, what do I do? Well, that's very important and that is why you need a workflow, okay? I want you to stop wasting time and get really serious and super dedicated to this thing that your family has entrusted you with, which is your time to step away from them and take it very very serious that you've been gifted with whatever it is that you're doing to create money. Hey, okay? that is that's serious and you want to steward your time well when you're sitting down to do that work, okay? Now Let's talk about the next thing. This is the number three on your paper, the third way, the third step of four that you're going to be able to start doing your very best work in area, every area of your life. What's the next area, ladies? It's our house. <laughs> Don't make me talk about it one of the number one questions or answers to the question that I ask when you pop inside the Facebook group. I ask you, what are you struggling with most when a new person comes in the Facebook group? What are you having a hard time juggling right now? One of the number one answers I get is how to keep my house clean. (laughs) Because it's dumb. It's just stupid. (laughs) Actually, I love taking care of my home. I love it. When when I'm operating in my systems, which we're, I'm going to break these down. You got three bullet points here, not just one. <laughs> you have three, which I will say the one bullet point in business just deserves to be one because creating a workflow is so mighty and there's steps to it. It's It's not complicated. It's just work. Like you have to sit down and you have to untangle this big ball of yarn that you're doing. I know I already moved on from this, but I just had to say that because when we talk about our home, when we talk about our motherhood and I give you these, these steps to be able to do it, it's pretty straightforward, right? So the first thing in your home that you need to do is you need to declutter and organize. Now that's probably like a big ball of yarn dipped in wax for you too, but It really is super simple. There's a very straightforward way. I use the escape method, um, and that's what I teach inside of the academy. And it really, all it is, in a nutshell, is just this one straightforward, it's an acronym that allows you to know how to go into any space. It could be your jewelry box. It could be your pantry. It could be the entire living room. It could be the garage. It could be your kid's toy bin organization, stackable thing. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter what it is. You should just be using the same approach to declutter and organize any space in your home. It's just get the crap out, get rid of what you don't use, sort it, put it back in. Like it's pretty straightforward, right? It doesn't like I went, I've been obsessed with this topic for years and I have a bunch of books on it and they make it so complicated. Like The books that I have for organizing. It's like, oh, when you do your garage, you're gonna need to do it like this. And oh, when you do your kitchen, you're gonna need to do it like this. Like, I don't I don't have bandwidth for that. I have bandwidth for tell me the one way that I am going to get my entire house, every nook and cranny, completely organized. If you listened to day one of the hundred K download podcast party, so on Monday. The very first testimony that came in was from Stephanie Gass, who, yes, helped me create uh, the first two tiers of my academy. The third tier, she basically was like my pupil. <laughs> she was like, I need you to create this, and I need you to create this, and I need you to create this. And so she's like obsessed with tier three inside the academy um and so she's used the escape method and she talked about how much it's it's helped her but that is really the gist of it right it's just get in your house and declutter it and here's why you cannot you can't do anything when there's stuff everywhere Frankie hates it when I say the word crap and I really shouldn't say that she's like stuff mom every time she hears me say it stuff it's stuff but it's not just stuff it's it's junk it's it's a waste of your space. It's a waste of your bandwidth. It's a waste of your time to have to dust all the things, to have to move them around because you have 12 of these like random bottles that you're not even using to get to the one bottle in the back that you do need. Like when that happens, stop right there, sit on the floor, pull all the old bottles out, put them in the goodwill bin that you have sitting by the front door that always sits there because you bring more stuff into your house than you get rid of. And so you should have a rule in your home where when you bring something in, you get rid of something and it goes in the goodwill bin, or maybe it's just trash. Maybe you just need to throw things away. I could talk on this for hours because it lights me up. Declutter your home and get it organized so you're effective and you're efficient when you're cooking, when you're cleaning, which that's the next thing that we're going to jump into. But when you're doing anything in your home, anything. When you're getting ready, when you're doing your makeup, when you're getting dressed, when you're getting your kids dressed, when you're doing laundry, when you're picking up toys, all of it, it should be light. It should be simple. It should be easy for you, for your kids, for your husband, for everybody. Okay. Next part on how you're going to do your very best work in your home is you need to figure out how you're going to get your house cleaned, deep cleaned, like clean it. Not just like I'm going to wipe with wet wipes. Like you need to be cleaning your home And you know it. And maybe you are. Maybe you've hired somebody. Good for you for outsourcing. We don't outsource that yet in our house. I say yet. Every time I bring it to plane. he's like, nah, we can do it ourselves. And And he loves outsourcing. But it's just become something that we love to do because of our zone cleaning system, which is on the podcast. If you need help finding that, you can go into the Facebook group. I'm not sure. There's several episodes. I don't know which number is off the top of my head. But pop inside the Facebook group. If you want to know more about that, ask a question. There will be a unit on that soon, um, or guide, they call it inside the Facebook group, where you can just click on the guide and it'll easily guide you through that. It's just not up and rolling yet. Um, So that's basically the gist of it, is the zone cleaning system, where you break your house down into zones, and every week you clean one zone, and so you are deep cleaning your house on rotation. And the third bullet point underneath your home is how to maintain that. (laughs) Because it's really fun to deep clean your home and get it at what I like to call ground zero or company ready. Uh, Ground zero is not quite company ready in my house. Company ready is like a whole nother level. It's like, what was that show? If you guys know There was a show. It was a sitcom. I forget what it was. A sitcom. Is does that date me or what? Is that even a thing? Do they still I don't know. I have Netflix. I don't have regular TV. Are there still things such as sitcoms in this world? (laughs) I don't know. But there was a TV show that always talked about or like made fun of mom when company was coming over and how crazy she went. I don't even remember what it was now, but anyway. And there's also been, like, tons of reels and, like, funny viral videos that go around about how crazy mom gets. Anyway, the point is, is that's pretty much me. <laughs> Company ready means, like, it's, is special. This is special time in our house where everything, and that's how I, I really do wish that our house was like that at all times. Where it looks like no one has lived there in a week. <laughs> I love it when my house looks like that. Ground zero has a few things out of place. We'll just say that because that's what it is. So ground zero is where we like to be every weekend before I go into Monday. And that is the, that is the maintenance that we do. And I, we try really, really hard and some weekends it happens, but the weekends where Bailey May's throwing up for three days straight, it don't happen then, right? Which is where we're at now. Uh, And that's okay. And then we're just going to go out of town. It's going to be fine. And then we're going to come home to a dirty house. It's whatever it is. We intentionally, sidebar, we are going out of town on a family trip. And um, we intentionally had built in six days before vacation to get our house ready, to pack, to rest, to just be chill. Because every single time before we go on vacation, it's like we're trying to cram it in, and then mom's grumpy pants, and nobody has a good time. And then dad's irritated because mom's grumpy pants, and it's just not fun. And so this time we said, okay, what do we need to do? We need to take some time off before we go on this big trip. Okay. And then, and then, four of those six days, Bailey Mae is sick. So we just sat on the couch. Blame would do a little bit, but she really was pretty sick. And so... Um, we're doing what we can. (laughs) Why does it happen every time? Okay. So anyway, the maintaining, the maintaining is done with tidy cues and that is what you need to plug in to your time blocks. When do you need to tidy up your house throughout the day so that it doesn't get away from you? Okay. That's how you're going to maintain the deep cleaning and the only way that you're gonna be able to deep clean your house is if you get it decluttered. So these one, two, and threes that I gave you are um like chronological. You should definitely deep clean and organize. Sorry, you should definitely declutter and organize before you deep clean your house. And you can't maintain a house that's dirty, right? So obviously that one's gonna come last, but you might not obviously I want you to figure out your zone cleaning even before you've decluttered your house. But please take it super serious that it's really, really hard to deep clean a bedroom that has stuff everywhere. And so once you get that stuff out, you're actually going to be able to get up against the baseboards and clean them or actually see underneath the items that are on the counter and pick them up and dust underneath them and wipe them down when you put them back on the counter or the vanity, right? When you're cleaning, when there's just stuff everywhere, that doesn't happen. So that's why I put them in that order. All right, let's talk about the very, very last one here quickly, even though this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And what is the last area? It's your marriage, you guys. To do your very best work in every single area of your life, you have to figure out how to be on the same page as your husband. And that is hard work. It's hard work. It's ongoing work. All of this is hard work and all of it is ongoing work. Every single one of them your motherhood and your mindset, how you manage your time and your fundamental needs. They're evolving. They change with the seasons. You're going to have to go back and address them. Your business, your workflow, it evolves. It changes with the seasons. You're going to have to go back and address it. Your house will never stay decluttered. It will never stay deep cleaned. It's always going to need maintenance. You're going to have to keep up on those things. Your marriage, you're never, ever, ever going to be able to go days, weeks, and months without maintaining what we're going to talk about right now right all of these things take good intention from you and they require you to put your very best self forward that is why I'm teaching you a systemized way to go about it so that it's not too much for you to handle it's just super simple it's straightforward okay I do this done now moving on now I do number two now I do number three Boom. When are you going to get these things done? Well, you're going to get them done in the time block that they're supposed to happen. End of story. And it's that simple. Stop overcomplicating it. Let's talk about this last one and then um, we'll wrap up. Okay. So what do you need to do to be able to get on the same page as your husband? Well, actually, first of all, let me tell you that there are three bullet points underneath this one too. So there should be three bullet points every under every one, except for business. Um, So number one is you need to get on the same page as your husband. It's likely that a lot of you are, or not just a lot of you, but that all of us at any given moment are operating in silos from our husband. And some of us are okay with that, but I'm not okay with that. And it's doing a huge detriment to your children, to you, to your business, to your marriage, obviously. But if that doesn't motivate you because you guys are cool with just operating in silos, I challenge you to break down those barriers and try and work together. And it doesn't have to be on everything. It can be on one thing at a time. You can just stop operating in silos in one small area of your life at a time. And if you guys are really, really distant, really, really far apart from each other, start with the easiest thing that you know that you connect on. Practice a lot of forgiveness, practice a lot of grace, and and start communicating, like lay it all out and create a game plan for how you're going to work together in this one area. Blaine and I, we go on a marriage retreat. That's what we do to be able to get on the same page. That's how we know what we're focusing on for the next year in our marriage. That's number one. Number two is create a focus statement, a statement that allows you to know as husband and wife together, why were you put together? It's not just to raise kids. It's not just to make money. It's not just to be roommates. Like there's a very unique purpose for you two being together. What is it? What do you need to focus on every single day? What do you need to pour out into the world? Because you guys create like a really magical masterpiece. You're a special kind of puzzle that no one else has been able to see before. And if you don't show that to the world, then you are withholding. Like if you imagine like, the, the big picture, the big, 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 big picture, right? You're a part of that. And so if you're not putting that into the big picture and neither is your neighbor and neither is your best friend and half of the people that are listening to this podcast right now, imagine all the gaps, imagine all the holes. And that's what I want you to work on because you can be responsible for how you bring this to your husband and for how you want to show up in your marriage for your kids for your business for your home for all of it okay and so this focus statement really needs to be this this crafted like one sentence that solidifies like your legacy statement is what we call it inside of the academy that solidifies why you guys are put together and what you're doing together as a couple and what you want generations to be left with and to know about the life that you lived together. It's a really powerful thing that Blaine and I have created for ourselves. And we also created the action items, the, the character statement, or what we like to call the creed that goes along with it so that we know what we need to be doing, not just the goal, but actually how we're going to get there. And it's a really, really, really fun statement that Blaine and I um, have in our home that we share with our kids and we're getting more and more into really incorporating that in every aspect of our life. Okay, here is number three. So this should be under the marriage, right? Block the very end of the page. And this is the third bullet point. It's consistent communication. This is how you're going to be able to succeed with coming together and not breaking apart and, and moving back into those silos and operating in separate wavelengths and how you're actually going to fulfill this legacy statement or your focus statement that you are creating for you guys to focus on all the time. Consistent communication looks like daily, weekly, and monthly systemized communication in your marriage. Okay. So, you know, at the end of every single day, we're going to do this quick check-in. These are the things that we're going to touch on and we're done. It's not some long drawn out conversation. It's also not turn out the lights and go to bed and we didn't even talk to each other. It's somewhere right in the middle. Something super easy for both of you. Weekly, your Sunday sit down is where Blaine and I do it. We don't always do it on Sunday, but the Sunday sit down that I've talked about a bazillion times on the podcast, that is the system for weekly communication. Write it out on a piece of paper. Talk every single week about the same things, finances, your schedule, um, how you can support each other that week. What does this look like for you guys and your family? What do you need to talk about every single weekend so that you know how you're going to get through the week as a team, as a unit? And then monthly communication is really important too. Um this is this is just like a check-in on how are we doing with our focus statement? How are we doing with the things that we set aside in our marriage retreat? What is what's going on? And sometimes that's just like a date, right? Like where you just casually talk about things, but somebody needs to be keeping a pulse on it. And and it really doesn't have to be anything formal. None of these have to be formal. It's just, you should both be aware that there are certain touch points that needs to happen every day, every week, and every month. End of story. And that's it. That is truly how simple it can be. But again, right? It's about making the time and the intention to sit down and do that marriage retreat to get on the same page and to sit down and create that focus statement or your legacy statement and your family creed that we craft inside of tier four inside of the academy and be consistent with your daily weekly monthly communication are you getting it in your time blocks is it one of your fundamental needs do you see how all of this strings together it is a beautiful evolution that i really would love to see you have in your life you guys, here is here is what's happening inside of the Facebook group right now. It is the winner of today's prize gets $250 off inside of the academy. Because every single thing that I just talked about, all four of those steps, literally are handed to you on a silver platter inside of the academy. With coaching every single week, weekly group coaching, all of it is there so that you can actually get this done right now in your life. No more waiting at all. If you're ready to sign up and you know that, go to rebrand.ly backslash S-Y-L-A. And if you're going to take a stab at getting that $250 off coupon so you can come into the academy like tonight, right now, <laughs> then go over there and play. We've got three games. All you have to do is accumulate the most points. I'm super excited, and if you're not the winner, you might still wanna play Wink Wink because there might be something that I have up my sleeve for even those second runner-up game players. Wink. Wink, 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 wink. Go play today if you are excited about getting inside of the academy. I want you there. If this episode spoke to you and you know that you want systems for these things because it's too much for you to bear on your own, and you are dead serious about doing your very best work in every single one of these areas of your life, do not wait. Rebrand.ly backslash syla. Hopefully, you go play games today inside of the Facebook group the Systemize July Facebook group. I'm so excited to see you over there. I'm even more excited to see you inside of the Academy. I can't wait. Thanks for celebrating the 100k podcast party with me. It's because of you that I am here. And I'm so excited to see what the next 100, 200, 300, 400,000 downloads look like together.